Welcome to the Sensitive Kitchen, where home cooks are inspired to cook to enable those you love to flourish. I'm Cindy Sullivan, registered dietitian, passionate nutrition educator, and accomplished home cook. Whether you're changing how you cook for food sensitivities, allergies, intolerances, or just trying to eat healthier on a budget, you're in the right place. Most episodes, I will share favorite recipes, as well as modification tips and nutrition benefits. Occasionally, I'll have a guest or special episode like modifying holiday favorites. My favorite foods? They're raspberries and homemade chocolate chip cookies. My latest cooking project was long-fermented sourdough bread. Welcome to summer. What are some of your favorite summer foods or food traditions? I'd love to hear about them. Watermelon, fresh cherries and raspberries, farmer's markets, those are some of mine. Instead of a new recipe for you this week, I am getting ready for our neighborhood's annual progressive dinner. We're hosting a group of neighbors for main course. Many of you will be entertaining this summer, and some of you will have the same challenge I do, going out somewhere and coming back to your house to eat. I was planning to make a wonderful apple pork roast, but this year progressive dinner is in June, so much later than before. So pork roast with apples and cider seems too much like fall, and we are not ready for fall yet. So I turned to my trusty gas grill and my local Meyer grocery store. Steak, shrimp, local asparagus, Georgia peaches, and sweet colored peppers are all on sale this week. Just add grill. And a marinade and a couple of sauces. A Dijon vinaigrette for the asparagus, maple mustard sauce and garlic thyme sauce for the steaks, because some of my guests probably like sauces. A new yummy shrimp marinade we tested last night rounds out the menu. Before dinner, rhubarb spritzer and rosemary lemonade. For those of you who have the convenience of a gas grill, I encourage you to use it to make easy summer meals this summer. Grill your meat, and while it sits for 10 minutes before slicing, grill your vegetables. Or if you're grilling fish, grill your veggies first. Pull a sauce or two out of the fridge and you're ready to eat. Perhaps you put some potatoes in the microwave or the oven. I adore my gas grill. It gives meat, veggies, and fruit great taste with few added ingredients. While I'm grilling, we often cook extra and freeze it for just grilled taste on a moment's notice. Pull a grilled steak out of the freezer and pair it with a big salad for a steak salad dinner. Or serve grilled chicken drumsticks with fresh corn on the cob, sliced tomatoes, and watermelon. Summer. However, many of you know that eating too much charred food containing either polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons or heterocyclic amines we'll refer to them as HCA and PHA for the rest of this episode, these may increase your cancer risk. Turns out that meat forms more of these potentially harmful compounds than grilled vegetables, with some people saying chicken forms the most. 
So for your nutrition tidbit this week, let's talk about how you can reduce these compounds. First of all, time and temperature are both important. So don't overcook your meat and use a more moderate temperature. These harmful compounds, as I mentioned, formed with high temperature and a longer cooking time. Well done meat contains three and a half times as many HCAs as medium rare meat. That applies, you know, for pork and for for um, beef only or lamb. You want to cook your chicken thoroughly and your seafood. Highly processed meats have a much stronger link to cancer than less processed meats. So foods with added nitrates like hot dogs, bacon, sausage, ham, deli products are thought to be much more problematic than whole food meats like beef, chicken, pork, fish. And this remains true even when factoring in the HCAs and PHAs created by grilling these whole food meats. So start with high quality meat. Most of the time use whole less processed cuts like steaks, chicken thighs, ribs. Fresh fish and seafood are also excellent choices. And go with relatively leaner cuts as fattier cuts tend to drip more liquids on the grill causing greater PHA formation. Secondly, you can marinate your meat in an acidic solution for about an hour or more. Or you can season before grilling with spices. A whole variety of spices, some of them from the mint family like rosemary, basil, thyme, sage, oregano. You can also use pepper, paprika, fresh garlic, onion powder, ginger, turmeric, and cumin. They are going to reduce, some of them by a lot, how many PHAs or PCAs are formed. And finally, my favorite way, eat the grilled meat with plenty of fruits and vegetables. Cruciferous vegetables are especially effective. Cruciferous vegetables include things like broccoli, cabbage, kale, turnip, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, mustard. The reasoning behind this recommendation goes like this. Meat cooked on the grill may contain benzopyrene, a hydrocarbon can cause a mutation in DNA. Remember, a mutation in DNA is an indicator of carcinogenesis. Meanwhile, cruciferous vegetables are rich in sulforaphane, involving an increased expression of certain genes, among them the one that codes for the expression of glutathione peroxidase or transferase, which eliminates the pesky benzopyrene from grilling. If you want more information about sulforaphane and simple preparation tips to maximize sulforaphane, listen to episode 023, which is entitled Sulforaphane and Shaved Cauliflower Salad. And the cauliflower salad mentioned in this episode, or a broccoli salad or a kale salad, would be an excellent side dish to your grilled meat. But a whole host of other fruits and vegetables can also help reduce cancer risk. Here are just a few. Things like cherries, apples, blueberries, red grapes, kiwi, watermelon, spinach, parsley, green and black tea, 
Yeah, I know it's not a it's not a fruit or vegetable, but iced tea in the summer is a favorite. I also want you to keep the risks here in perspective. Overall, HCAs and PAHs make a minor contribution to your cancer risk. Things like being sedentary, having excess body fat, eating a diet rich in highly processed foods are much greater risk factors. So go ahead, use your grill, grill up some wonderful quick meals for summertime and enjoy. Before we go, as we talk about summer eating, I want to briefly talk about taking food with you. Besides eating at home, many of you will take food with you to cookouts, beach days, trips to the zoo, amusement park, or ball games. Sometimes you'll be fortunate enough to bring your food inside the venue, like at our beloved Greenfield Village where we spent Memorial Day. Sometimes you'll have to eat in the parking lot. If you're fortunate, it'll have a picnic table and restrooms. But if you have multiple food allergies or sensitivities, day trips usually mean packing food. But don't despair. With a little planning ahead, it can work. Freeze a few water bottles and you are ready for anything. This year I've purchased a couple items to keep our food safe because food safety, as you know, is really important here. You don't want anything at more than two hours at room temperature and only an hour if it's in the 80s or 90s outside. So you want to keep it cold. One thing I purchased was a new small cooler tote bag from L.L. Bean. It's a lot easier to carry than my old square one and I'm looking forward to seeing how it performs this summer. And the other one are two outdoor kitchen bowls designed to keep your food hot or cold by Hydroflask. I adore my Hydroflask water bottles, so I'm looking forward to trying both of them out. Ask me how they work in a couple months. And no, I purchased these on my own. I don't get any compensation. It's just something that I'm looking forward to using with my family. I know it's more work than buying a meal. But take 10 minutes right now and make a list of a couple of take-with-you meals that work for your family that you can take anywhere. Then go out and enjoy summer. If you need some ideas, one of my favorites is summer tortellini salad, and they do have dairy-free, gluten-free tortellini on the market. That's episode 029, or even almond butter pasta, episode 016. By bringing your own food, you will not only keep your family safe, but you'll save money, you'll skip the lines, and you'll eat more nutritiously. So this summer, whether you're just cooking for your family or a houseful, may your summer cooking adventures be filled with family, friends, and joy. Keep cooking to enable those you love to flourish. Thanks so much for joining me today. Bye-bye.